Dr. Armstrong was dreaming. It was very hot in the operating room. Surely they'd got the temperature too high. The sweat was rolling down his face. His hands were clammy, difficult to hold the scalpel firmly. How beautifully sharp it was. Easy to do a murder with a knife like that. And of course, he was doing a murder. The women's body looked different. It had been a large, unwieldy body. This was a spear meagre body. And the face was hidden. Who was it that he had to kill? He couldn't remember. But he must know. Should he ask sister? Sister was watching him. No, he couldn't ask her. She was suspicious. He could see that. But who was it on the operating table? They shouldn't have covered up the face like that. If he could only see the face. Ah, uh, that was better. A young probationer was pulling off the handkerchief. Emily Brent, of course. It was Emily Brent that he had to kill. How malicious her eyes were. Her lips were moving. What was she saying? In the midst of life, we are in death. She was laughing now. No, nurse, don't put the handkerchief back. I've got to see. I've got to give the anesthetic. What's the ether? I must have brought the ether with me. What have you done with the ether, sister? Yes, that will do quite as well. Take the handkerchief away, nurse. Of course, I knew it all the time. It's Anthony Marston. His face is purple and convulsed. But he's not dead. He's laughing. I tell you he's laughing. He's shaking the operating table. Look out, man. Look out. Nurse, steady it. Steady it. With a start, Dr. Armstrong woke up. It was morning. Sunlight was pouring into the room. And someone was leaning over him, shaking him. It was Rogers. Rogers with a white face, saying, Doctor, doctor. Dr. Armstrong woke up completely. He sat up in bed. He said sharply, What is it? It's the wife, doctor. I can't get her to wake. My God, I can't get her to wake. And she don't look right to me. Dr. Armstrong was quick and efficient. He wrapped himself in his dressing gown and followed Rogers. He bent over the bed where the woman was lying peacefully on her side. He lifted the cold hand, raised the eyelid. It was some few minutes before he straightened himself and turned from the bed. Rogers whispered, Is she? Is she? He passed a tongue over dry lips. Armstrong nodded. Yes, she's gone. His eyes rested thoughtfully on the man before him. Then they went to the table by the bed, to the washstand, then back to the sleeping women. Rogers said, Was it? Was it a heart doctor? Dr. Armstrong was a minute or two before replying. Then he said, What was her, her health like normally? Rogers said, she was a bit rheumatic. Any doctor been attending her recently? Doctor? Rogers stared. Not been to a doctor for years. Neither of us. You'd no reason to believe she suffered from heart trouble. No, doctor. I never knew of anything, Armstrong said. Did she sleep well? Now Rogers' eyes evaded his. The man's hand came together and turned and twisted uneasily. He muttered, she didn't sleep extra well, no. The doctor said sharply, did she take things to make her sleep? 
Rogers stared at him, surprised. Take things to make her sleep? Not that I knew of. I'm sure she didn't. Armstrong went over to the washstand. There were a certain number of bottles on it. Hair lotion, lavender water, cascara, glycerin of cucumber for the hands, a mouthwash, toothpaste, and some elements. Rogers helped by pulling out the drawers of the dressing table. From there, they moved on to the chest of drawers. But there was no sign of sleeping drawers or tablets, Rogers said. She didn't have nothing last night, sir, except what you gave her. 